So today uh, on the show, I'm gonna have a singer, actor, writer, filmmaker, and my oldest friend, uh, Pradeeshwar Chandra. Hey guys, hello, hello. <laughs> Best known as <laughs> Big. This for uh, three people who are probably listening to this right now. Small <laughs> uh, <that's> mom, dad. <laughs> Or maybe your mom and dad. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, don't leave them out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Just um, man. So when I was thinking about doing this podcast, like you know, I had like these two major, mm-hmm. major, like visions behind it. One was like, you know, to kind of stay creative and kind of have something to share with other creative people, and you know, put out something. But also to basically kind of, what you've been doing all your life, huh? <laughs> I guess I guess so, especially with the quarantine. Um, no films to make, nothing else to do. So I thought this is a great way to finally start doing something on the podcast lines of <laughs> creativity. Good but, one, good one. Uh, but also, like, I mean, man, like, I started like thinking recently. You know, um, mm-hmm. I've been doing this now for like however long, and I'm like, really, what what kind of stuff got me to where I am? Why am I still stuck on filmmaking? Why am I not? Um, <laughs> you know, like why am I not <laughs> looking for a real job somewhere or something like that? And uh, why am I not looking for something that will actually let me live a good life? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I mean, besides being a sadomasochist, I am also. <laughs> uh, but I mean, really, uh, I think I think it's kind of like when you think back in retrospect, it's like a culmination of life. Like literally, that, mm. that kind of has brought me to this point. You know, it's not like. I just woke up one day and said I'm going to do this but actually it's 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 like in fact it's the opposite because I cannot wake up one day and turn back because I've pretty much invested my whole life in in, in kind of stuff and so I thought having you would be great because I think you and I as as different as our lives have been it's also been like mm-hmm. super similar like I think you and I hit some of the early milestones in our creative lives together, together yeah literally True. together yeah so i just want to like start by doing that and maybe like hopefully find some sort of you know deeper tone to what i'm talking yeah, no, about and i think as much as parts have diverged along the way we've always had similar realizations or epiphanies so to speak yeah. <laughs> at the end of it as time went by even if we lived very different lives in different places with very different yeah. people <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean for those Listening, those three people. Um, <laughs> uh, big one, like we met. Four, at, four, four, four. Sorry, yeah. We yeah. already know the story, but still, <laughs> we met in 1995. <laughs> literally, first day of school, right? And then we've just yeah. been we've been friends since. I think, pretty much, like, yeah. yeah I think we've met only because our fathers knew each other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and we got entering, I still remember we were, we were entering school. Yeah. And as we were entering school, I had my lunch pack and my little handkerchief pinned to my shirt which was probably too small for any other human being <laughs> that's when our fathers met and introduced us I yeah they said we were friends together now. and then we took that too seriously when <laughs> 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 <In> came <laughs> that what do you call it in school like you have to have a partner no when we go out like pair up with someone yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah partner. oh man yeah, yeah I think, I think terms have really changed over the past 25 years, huh, Vishok? Yeah. Now you wouldn't be called my partner in anybody's book. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, nothing wrong, but uh, in <laughs> yeah, so many ways. But, man, um, I was thinking, dude, like, actually, what's so funny is, I, I mean, 
I know both of us might not have the greatest memory of this, but I just realized literally one of the first times you and I have both ever been on stage was mm-hmm. in LKG or kindergarten, uh, where we basically, there was this huge play with all the kids. There were some hundred kids. And there was like all these fictional fairy tale characters. And then there was like... Yeah, I remember RS was the, RS Aditya was the main leader in that. <laughs> we were narrators, I remember. No, no, I, th- I think that was later. That was the year after. The first year oh. was actually, there was oh. um, two clowns in the middle of the stage. And there were just like all these marching bands and this and that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, there was There's a photograph of this. Yeah, you dude. You had that photograph. You and I were the two clowns in the middle of the stage. Like literally. The actors. <laughs> Yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone was doing all these serious things, and you and I were just like these two clowns. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think we were classic clowns. We even had red things stuck to our noses, no? Yeah, Brown, and those big bowl. hats. And yeah, 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 yeah. All classic. that stuff. And I mean, it just happened. I think. I think you and I, like, that was the first collaboration. If you look at it. <laughs> um, so I was just thinking about that, man. Like, because I think one of the key factors for you and me personally, I feel, is like. You know, um, theater played a very, very major fact. Um, you know, like, of course, both of us used to act. Both of us used to write. Both of us used to do a lot of stuff together. But um, I feel like one of the biggest turning points that I felt was in theater. Definitely. Like, and I don't think we realized it was a turning point at the time. I think it was just a natural succession of events. We just said, ah, oh, let's try this. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I think we should be on stage. We deserve attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, basically, it. it's like, yeah. fuck, that guy can't do half the shit I do. He doesn't get half the beating I do. He gets embarrassed too easily. <laughs> <laughs> we went up yeah, and decided man. to make clowns of ourselves. And well, it we turned out on, better right? expected. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're like, we're pretty much like, I think, I think, at least right up to like middle school, you and I were like always together in every, like similar to the clowns or the narrators. We had very similar, like, all the time we, we broke that poor girl's adapter, keyboard adapter. <laughs> time to oh man, <laughs> oh dude, I totally forgot. <laughs> Got During terrorized, Universal, right? Yeah. <laughs> we were like the brats. Only because we were fucking around trying to dance next to the fucking keyboard, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, we yeah, messed yeah, up we a lot. We were dancing next to the keyboard like and we broke her 1,200 rupee adapter, <laughs> which at that point seemed like more than my parents would make for the rest of their lives. So. Oh, I remember this, yeah, because we had to go tell our parents. Kind yeah. Of yeah, I remember. We it. tried to buy a fake adapter, which they didn't accept for 100 oh, bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we started young. <laughs> but, oh man. But I feel like... Yeah, and I feel like the big switch was when we had that big, the Music Academy staging. Yeah, the Golden Jubilee. School, right? Yeah, because I think you ended up, yeah, okay, so for people who don't know, uh, there were like two major plays. One was for middle and high school and the other one was for elementary kindergarten school. And Bigu was cast as the villain Sher Khan of Jungle Book. For the kids' play, <laughs> he was the only grown adult. <laughs> Not adult, yes, but cause, cause uh, 14, I was truly mature and at my peak. Yeah, so you so. had to be the big bad tiger beating up all the kids. <laughs> I remember that. And I remember I was doing Oz on the other side. And yeah. Wizard was. And actually, like that was like the big shift for me. Because still then, because I'd done all this child acting on camera and stuff. I was like, yeah. I was like taking it for granted that I can act. But I didn't realize like theater was such 
a big difference. Mm-hmm. And my director at that point, KK, was like super strict. And of course, I messed up things. Yeah, I got punished. <laughs> we both got professional directors yeah. like who treated us not as children for the first time, who treated us as people who could think for themselves and process what was being said in terms of direction. Yeah. And work with it. And I think, like, I got Mitran and... I didn't realize how big he was, but he was a lovely director. Like he was able to have a conversation with a 14 year old and instill in me the idea of that character without me realizing it even. Yeah. Like I feel at that point for same thing. So I was originally supposed to do, there were two shows. I was supposed to be in two shows as one of the bigger parts, but then I really messed up something on rehearsals and broke (laughs) something or I did something and as a punishment, I was, I was taken out of one show <laughs> and I was given only one show as a smaller part or something. Um, but um, so basically I had more time. And the good thing was because of that, I started spending time with KK, my director, a lot. And I used to watch him direct the others and how he used to teach a lot of these non-actors, people, a lot of people who have not done, you know, stage stuff mm-hmm. before. And like, I was really fascinated at that point by this idea of like, like, you know, creating this whole vision with people and trying to like direct them. Being like, a director. Yeah, yeah. Something that, you know, I probably didn't look at the same way earlier. Like, for me, that was like a big shift. And I feel like that was like one of those things where you and I went our own ways, but then we, mm-hmm. like later it obviously converged into... Yeah, because I think for me, for the longest time, acting was far more alluring than directing in any which way. Mm-hmm. I really just enjoyed being on stage and performing because I think one thing we don't have in common in life is you do perform on a daily basis. You used to at least in school. Yeah. 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 It used to be the guy who's everyone's eyes used to be on you when you (laughs) did stuff outside. Yeah. Gulab jamun. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, people had their eyes on you while in daily life. I think yeah. I was, as much as I created mischief with you, mm-hmm. I wasn't in the public eye all the time yeah. for that mischief. You got fucked for it most of the time. True. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. So getting on stage and performing was yeah. truly, I think, something I enjoyed for the longest time. And then I guess I caught up in this fascination of yours. I remember you and I used to talk back in the landline days. We used to call each other in a fixed time every day after school. And we used to talk for like an hour or so. And like, we used to get some massive phone bills for our parents. I remember like you would call for an hour, I'd call back for an hour. I didn't talk to anybody who, who you spoke to somebody. I didn't talk to anybody. (laughs) Uh, I remember. And, 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 and I remember like right then we used to come up with all those weird concepts oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. sci-fi concepts using people in our own lives and our classmates yeah, and yeah. teachers and <laughs> who became transformers and centurions <laughs> and dinosaurs and dancing the Sydney Opera House yeah and you and I were like the Marvel superheroes of that story like we always had to come and save the day like, yes <laughs> we were quite true to our roots even we went to the Sydney Opera House it was umma 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 oh, oh <laughs> I didn't <laughs> to the end of the day like as oh, was the visuals were was a, the yeah. songs were always tamar oh, that was that was that was closer to middle school yeah that's right yeah 7th grade or 8th grade probably um, that was i think i think like so like i mean i think in some sense you and i kind of kept that 
their dream alive. Like in some way, we were feeding each other. I feel like that's something a lot of people may or may not have had in like that time. Is like a, it's almost like, like a you know like a jamming partner, a brainstorming partner. Like yeah. you and I were like feeding off each other's yeah, 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 like yeah. like trail from right then and like, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool because when we when it really came down to like making a play or like actually even like during it's right after the Jungle Book and Oz was literally mm. the beginning of our musical adventure <laughs> as well uh, in the 8th or ninth or whatever it was actually I was thinking about this you know everyone knows you and I have been in two bands together I mean everyone who knows us but mm. actually we've been in three bands together Bihu, and I'll tell you why the first Mercury band Rising was yeah wait no it was, it was called Phoenix from the Ashes after a huge debate, we decided <laughs> Phoenix <laughs> from the Ashes. We had oh, an email address. I was email supposed address. to play the keys. Exactly. You the were the rush yeah. keyboardist of the band. And, uh, <laughs> and we had like a logo designed and an email ready. And the only thing we never did was ever get into a room and jam. Like the band existed. <laughs> and we talked about it and all this stuff. But none of us ever jammed as a band. No, and no but course, I keep telling people, man. I keep telling people like, the reason I started singing, I think, was because you yeah. refused to take no for an answer. <laughs> because when you said sing and I said I can't, you said, no, no, you can. So said, I, I'm the one who has to and I'm telling you I can't. And you convinced me that I could only because you needed a vocalist. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was the same band. Basically, our vocalist yeah. left and then we made you the vocalist. From where? <laughs> and then we renamed the band. Rock Roach, yeah. which we thought was the coolest name in the universe. Um, very witty, no, but, very witty. But for context, like I think it's also because you know you come from such a musical family, like all your family sings very well, and you know your dad, your mom, your cousin. It's by the way, Bigu's cousin Shilpa is like an awesome singer. She's doing some cool stuff right now. But, He's doing um, some very cool stuff. Yeah, but I think it was kind of natural that you would also progress into singing at some point. I think. What do you feel like was your your, I, I, I don't know. really I mean, think it was a very random move because despite this, I think the problem was everyone in my family sang really well and I never learned to sing or I never sang out loud. So I just feel like I shouldn't be doing this shit. But then, I mean, you it was you guys. It was you, Ruthwick and Sudhu. Mm. So it was uh, easy enough. It was like, I mean, if we embarrass ourselves, we'll do it together. Yeah. So who gives a fuck? We also sang like heavy metal in the beginning. Exactly. And that's the music <laughs> I never listened know. to. I, I used to listen to the Beatles and I used to listen to Tamil music. And I used to listen, listen to Ricky Martin. And there we were, Sunday, like sing System of a Down. Sing <laughs> oh man, I remember that dude. <laughs> oh God, that song was just like, how does he make that noise with his voice? What is he doing? <laughs> we did a lot of System of a Down covers. In our first yeah. show was basically all System of a Down covers, and then there were two original and songs. Three, two three original of a Down covers and two original. And both the originals were like the soft romantic music that you and I made. No, Hero wasn't soft. Hero was not, yeah, Hero was like an alternate rock kind of. A, yeah. yeah, it was an yeah. alt rock. And then there was Crazy, which was basically like a Hoobastank inspired song <laughs> that yeah, I wrote exactly. for some girl. Oh, we sang a Hoobastank. We, we sang Crazy as well, I remember. Yeah, first show yeah. we sang Crazy. Hoobastank, we performed for our friends in like Ritwik's Beach House. I mean, yeah, that was like, that was like before the band ever happened. That was when this we was jamming. when you were, what, 15 years old, man. This was... Yeah. 
like many six. months before we turned 16 like it was about 16 yeah, yeah, yeah i think i think our first show we were about 16 when we did rock rose yeah so exactly coming back to that i think when we had like five songs that we could play we jumped straight <laughs> to a gig which goes and back said, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, it no, goes back. Said, we we'll play a set of five songs if that's okay with you. Only because we can't play more. <laughs> no, but we needed a minimum of five songs to play a yeah, show, yeah, and yeah. Hubastag was our backup song, which which Ritwik, our wonderfully intelligent drummer, refused to play on stage with us, but uh, uh, like, for no, good for reason. <laughs> but <laughs> reason, see what I did there. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, no, of course. But I feel like when we moved. Uh, so, like, what you were saying about the singing is the same thing, right? When when we started the band, I just owned a guitar. I didn't know how to play it. I just happened to have one at home, and then <laughs> you know, I decided I'm going to learn it and then start a band. Actually, it was because Ritu came in what school of rock, and then we were like, oh, we have to start yeah, a band. I still remember before that first show, we went to Vish- uh, Ritu's house for lunch, ate lunch while watching School of Rock, finished School of Rock, and then went for the show. Yeah, that was like our, that was like our inspirational yeah. video to watch. Oh man, um, funny, funny. Uh, but um, yeah, so I mean, but like I was thinking about this, and, and I think I think that was one of the core values. Actually, if you look at a lot of what we did, as we'll go on to later, I feel like that fake it till you make it was something we took too seriously at that point, and we just kept faking it for the longest time. Um, at least in middle school, it was all about faking it, dude. Like whether it was our acting, our performances, our band, whatever, we were just like claiming to be larger than life and doing things. And I think in a way that 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 confidence—I don't know how we had it, but like <laughs> it really Man, I've, I've thought about this quite a bit. I've thought about where that confidence came from. I truly believe it came from the films we watched in Tamil in. Tamil Nadu, yeah. generally the Hollywood films that came out, the hero image that we were used to, especially with Kamala Hassan, not the action heroes who spoke punch dialogues, but Kamala Hassan who could make even walking down the road with a dog next to him with a limp yeah. seem like the most heroic thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, like watching Ambesivam, watching yeah. Hiram, watching movies like that. I think you truly yeah. felt that you needed to be larger than life. Actually, yeah, that that brings me to something that you know I actually wrote about this a long time ago. I think for people who did not grow up in Chennai, I think there's such a fascinating fact that the whole city and the culture revolves around Tamil cinema. Like in a way, like the way we dress, the way we talk, the slangs that become popular, so much is derived directly from cinema that's on the screens. You know, like. Anji, you grow up on top. You do panna matu ma. Cool, buddy. Cool, <laughs> Shivaji, oh, Shivaji. Out. Cool, buddy. I'm helpless. I'm calling. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So, so for people who are not from Chennai, I think like that's such an important factor to what a lot of for what sure. we did. Like, for sure. Like, like movies are like religion to us, right? Like it was like following that culture. Right? And the most cheesy dialogues became everyday yeah. lines in things like doing your homework, writing class assignments. Playing football in the field, yeah, anything, right? Like now, Uruvati Muri or something. I'm pitching nani cake, matter. Yes, a lot of random things. If you want yeah. to eat in the canteen and you don't have money, yeah, somebody asks you how are you going to get the food. Now, Uruvati Muri or something. I'm pitching nani cake, matter. Means basically translate. <laughs> It basically translates to once I've made a decision, I don't listen even to myself. 
That's like that's like some great punchlines, no? Like only God can, even God can't stop me at this point and things like that. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, only God can judge me. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah, absolutely. Please, please, friends. Absolutely. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's a whole other episode of my life. I don't want to go <laughs> Sarcasm became a very very common style of humor. Like I think growing up, like. um sarcastic humor was kind of like just a part of what we did uh, like how we spoke how we added in our in our own creative work and so on and so forth I like know, i think it became a part of if anyone asks you a question don't give a straight answer always have a sarcastic comeback yeah it kind of became like the cool dude way of debating in class yeah, and stuff yeah. like that yeah absolutely absolutely man <laughs>